Hey, I'm Drew. Welcome to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. This is where we drink coffee and discuss our favorite movies. Each week, one of my friends and I will talk about a different movie. So brew your favorite coffee, relax, and let's get started. Welcome back to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. I'm here with my friend Danny Crossan today. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Good. How are you, Drew? Doing pretty good. good. Pretty good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Thanks for being on. <laughs> it's It's been a long time coming. We've been trying to do this for a while. We've been trying to do this for a minute. And we even talked about this before it became a thing. I think I was kind of... You were on my first we were like wave of people I contacted. Yeah. So, so we did it. Finally here. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am a costume designer. I like to do some fashion and styling stuff. Um, have a theater background in college, so that's kind of what I focused on and then ended up majoring in costuming. Um, so I do that. I love to be backstage, just be a part of a show, um, whether it's as a dresser or if I'm able to be a part of the design, anything like that is where I love to be. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's right up my alley to talk about this stuff. It's fun to just dissect everything. and We both make people look good. Yes. <laughs> That's it. I do the lights so people can see how good they look, and you provide the costumes right. to make them look That's good. That's perfect. Yep. I know. We're hand in hand. Lighting yes. and costumes are like, they need to be the closest. On point. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you never know. Even when I was in school, we'd always take down fabric swatches and our first few costumes to the lighting studio and say, okay, we need to see how this looks in every mm-hmm. single scenario. And make sure it's not weird or what colors look best with what fabric, what, mm-hmm. yeah, all of it. Yeah, exactly. What shade of red we should use versus, you know, mm-hmm. if the black is blue based or purple based, you mm-hmm. know, it's, there's which colors on the specific lights because each type of fixture, mm-hmm. their red can be a different color, right? If it's a different fixture, yeah. So, you know, based on what fixtures, what color to get with what color of the fabric, it's, yeah, it goes hand in hand. Yeah. It's not something you think about, or I didn't really think about it that close until I got super into it. Mm -hmm. And then when I designed my show, it was a whole day in the lighting studio going, okay, here's this, here's this. And it was a very educational thing, but. Yeah. I never really thought about it either, but like, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. So you don't, lights aren't just turning on a light switch. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It does so much. Even spotlights, how much does it wash out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Lighting's very important. Lighting is very important. <laughs> it's kind of, I feel like lighting and costumes are the same. Like if you're doing your job well, mm-hmm. people don't really notice them. Like they'll notice that the show looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. And there could be moments where like, oh, that sequence is really cool or that costume's beautiful. But generally, if you're doing your job, production they don't notice production costumes it's you only notice this when it something goes wrong exactly right so yeah. and that's how it should be right yeah. it helps that's what gets you lost in a show like lost mm-hmm. in the story so if you don't think about it then we're doing our job unless you do that as a job and then that's all you think about while you're watching a show oh that's <laughs> absolutely true my friends will tell you it's the curse it's the curse anytime we're watching a movie or we're at a show mm-hmm. like oh look at those costumes or oh that would be so fun to design or oh look at that i wonder what that means or this showed up earlier and now it's here mm-hmm. i know I i've that. started thinking more and more i'm like how did they set up what was the lighting or they set up to shoot this scene or like 
yeah, like all those different things. I want to learn more about the difference between doing lights for a live show versus on a like a film set. Yeah. Because it's so different. So different. And so I think yeah. it'd be cool to learn. That'd be really cool. Anyway, so today we are talking about um, the best musical of our generation, really. Yes. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hamilton. Yes. And we can officially talk about it on a podcast for movies because right. it is now technically a movie. Yes. Thank you, Lin-Manuel Miranda and Disney. <laughs> uh, you can watch Hamilton on Disney Plus and it is a live filming of the original cast performing it on Broadway. And it's awesome. It's brilliant. Yes. While we're talking about this, we are drinking some pretty rock and pour overs if i do say so myself i would agree out of these really awesome movies and mochas coffee mugs that my dear friend Brittany uh designed for us it's a uh, a pour over from once again my one and only favorite coffee shop here in nashville uh yeah i think it's it's a great spot for both tourists and locals i agree so i feel like it's a place you have to visit when you're here Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it becomes a staple after you go yeah well especially like for people who still watch nashville like oh yeah they they've that was my favorite part of <laughs> seeing of watching nashville is whenever you'd see the coffee cups that from this shop <laughs> right like yes there it is it is my favorite part <laughs> um but yeah you see like all the locals sitting there with their computers working and then you see all the tourists come in with their luggage like it's the first place they go or it's the last place they stop mm-hmm. so um yeah they have such great coffee oh it's so good yeah it's dangerous mm-hmm. <laughs> i their three summer blends are some of my favorite mm-hmm. specialty drinks yes um the uh i don't remember what it's called it's not the coffee soda it's not the fleur it's um the third one. Oh, it's a summer it's the one of their summer drinks it's like the mint one yeah Oh, gosh, it's on tip of my tongue. I know. Um, we're great customers. We are great customers. We're so great that we just were like, can I just have the seasonal? We just, yeah. we're too regular, so we don't have all the names. I know. I will say, I went to get more beans t- from there today, uh-huh. and I and I got a drink when I was there. And when, I don't, and this is where I feel bad, because I can never remember any of their names. Yeah. But when one of them came out, he's like, Drew, how's it going? We haven't seen you in a while. Uh-huh. I'm like, I know it's been a while. How's it going, man? And we just kind of stood and caught up for a bit. Yeah. So they, we, we are regulars, but we can't remember the names. Yeah. Either Oops. way, I had that one a couple of days ago, and it was really good. So good. It's like a latte with, like, mints. And they put a mint leaf in it, and it's it tastes really good. Yeah. It's it's only iced. It's like an iced summer drink, and it's, it's really good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Like they it. do seasonal drinks like nobody else. I know. Mm-hmm. They're a uh, they're pumpkin latte. Yes. Did you know Chrissy is the one who invented theirs? Yes. I know. It's <laughs> it's made me her it's made her like one of my favorite people since I learned that. Yeah. It's just another layer to say, wow, that's pretty that's pretty cool. Well, and it's another layer to Chrissy. Absolutely. I know there's a whole side that people don't know. Yeah. Well like well now that you know master. it. It's like you know that and then you know her and it's like, no, I can kind of see that. Right. Like, oh, it's Chrissy. That makes sense. Right. <laughs> her and her sparkly jackets. Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> we are getting off topic. What we are trying to say is this coffee shop is amazing. <laughs> they have great coffee, great people. 
Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, so Hamilton. It was released to Disney Plus on July 3rd, 2020, but it, it was actually filmed in June of 2016, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think that it's already four years old at that point. Right. So, and that was at the ending of the original cast run. They'd already right. been doing it for a year. Yeah. So, you know, they'd been doing it for so long. For five years ago now is yeah. when it like started. Right. Like, it's crazy that this musical is already five years old. Right. And it's and it's really just now getting such... It's always had a big recognition because it is a really popular and successful musical, but, like, it's almost like now everyone gets to see it, which was the point of it being on Disney+. Plus. Right. It's not such an exclusive thing anymore where if you aren't mm-hmm. able to be in a city that has a theater that by some miracle has tickets left, mm-hmm. you know, now you can see it and... Or you're to, man, I waited for two hours <sighs> in a virtual waiting room to buy tickets to see it in Nashville. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Did I tell you about the seat that I had gotten at TPAC? No. I literally had the perfect seat. Where were you? I was the fifth row up in the balcony, <gasps> legit the middle seat. Oh, my gosh. I'll, I'll pull up a picture. That's perfect. Literally the middle seat. Wow. When I went and saw Wicked, it was kind of the same thing, like... It was, I think I bought tickets the day before. They had a handful left. That's perfect. That mm-hmm. looks like where I was sitting. Yeah. Perfect view. Like the seat, the the crack between the seats to my left, like the seat to my left and then my seat, that like crack was the middle line. Wow. Of the auditorium. Wow. It was amazing. Yeah. You're not craning your neck up. Mm-mm. You're not squinting to see and you have the whole... Yeah. Array. Like wide shot. It was amazing. That's perfect. I was I came really close though to buying like they still had orchestra seats left. Uh-huh. When when I got in to buy it. Yeah. When I got when my ticket was up to buy a ticket at box office. But like the the orchestra seats were only like a hundred dollars more uh-huh. at that moment because it was wow. the first day they were on sale. And so I was like really tempted. Mm-hmm. I was really tempted. Yeah. I'm happy with my seat but i'm also like wishing i bought tickets for another day that i gotta sit in the orchestra, in the orchestra just yes. to see yeah the difference to be up close <laughs> um but yeah it was like the perfect seat it was i was literally vibrating the entire time oh my gosh i was by myself and i had two couples sitting on either side of me one of it had had you know listened to the musical like over and over they were kind of like me yeah. i was still way more excited just like not trying to brag, I just could tell I was way more excited about it than they were. Right. And then the people to my other side had never heard the musical, <sighs> never seen it. They're like, let's just go watch this, see what the hype is about. What? So I'm spitting information and fact after fact after fact to that couple before it starts. Yeah. They're like, oh, why are we sitting next to this person? <laughs> and, I, and I was trying like so hard not to like scare people off because I'm like, <laughs> I have to sit next to these people for three hours. Right. Like these are my people for a long time right, right. now. I, no joke, like, at one point, I took a video and sent it to uh, some of my friends. Like, my hands were literally, oh, wow. shake, like, visibly shaken. I was vibrating with so much energy and excitement oh. and expectation. Wow. It was all met. Yeah. Exceeded, perhaps. Yes. All of my expectations were met. I mouthed along and sung to every single song, oh, word for word, to. in time. It was the best night of my life. Did they slow it down? not really really. yeah no i mean there was a couple moments where it was like a pause that wasn't like in the album but yeah 
that's what you get between a recording and a live performance otherwise it was almost completely on par wow that's what I love about it those nuances where you're like that's Mm -hmm. and about that show but then especially just live theater in general is you're never going to see the same right show twice so it's really just a piece of art that's consecrated for those two or three hours for Mm -hmm. the people who were there and I think that's what's so cool about it is that yeah you're transported into a one-time experience yeah and that show will never be performed the same way twice Right. Which I think is just so special. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so when, and I'm so thankful, like, that happened this January, like, before the pandemic. I was so excited that, I was so grateful that it happened, and then it was two, only two months later that everything was shut down. That was close. We were playing it really close. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so the actual, what you can watch now, just from your TV, was released July 3rd um, of this year. Thomas Kale directed it. Uh, he, yeah, he directed both the filming and and the actual musical. Um, huge lineup of people. There, I only knew two people before I, or, no, technically I knew three people before, like, I, actually got into the musical and was learning yeah obviously Lin-Manuel Miranda yes I knew Christopher Jackson because I watched uh-huh. Bull oh great and he plays Chunk in uh-huh. that CBS show Bull which is such a different I didn't know that he was a Broadway actor okay I thought he was just a TV actor right and so then when I learned that he was in Hamilton my mind was just blown yeah because I didn't get into Hamilton right when it was released. Okay. It took me a couple years before I, like, actually listened to it and fell in love with it. Right. So he had already, he did Hamilton before he did Bull. Yeah. But I had seen Bull first. Yeah, and so then so when I learned he was on Hamilton, it mm-hmm. blew my mind. And then I also knew Jonathan Groff. Yeah. Okay. And he's just amazing. A gem. Yes. <laughs> he's so great. Uh, some other people in it are um, David. Uh-huh. Sweet. David I said his name right. David Diggs, Renee Elias Goldberry, Jasmine Cephas Jones, Leslie Odom Jr., Anthony Ramos, Philippa Sue. Mm-hmm. And then the man whose name no one can pronounce. Right. Just going to call him OK. Yeah. According to his Twitter, he's OK. Yes. <laughs> literally. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it, huge. They're all so amazing. It's like an all-star lineup. It's so good. When he wrote it, he, like, had people in mind. He's mm-hmm. like, so-and-so has to play this character just from, like, projects they've collaborated on mm-hmm. and all like of that stuff. Like, him and Chris Jackson yeah. do so much together, I learned. Yeah. Um, him and Jonathan Groff were roommates. Yes. At one point. Uh-huh. And I was like, I love that. I know. Oh, man. There's it, it, All of it was just so, so good. Yes. Did you know... Anthony Ramos and Jasmine Cephas Jones are engaged. They are engaged. Yeah. They met on Hamilton. Hamilton. I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. And now they're engaged. Now they're engaged. It's a true love story. I know. That's what theater's for. Mm-hmm. So I'm just by looking at the people, I also feel like they were like the two youngest. Yeah, I would agree. They looked like they just looked younger than everyone else. Uh-huh. Which I know looks aren't anything to go by, but they still it yeah. Yeah. It's fitting, like they look good together, and he's mm-hmm. really young, Anthony Ramos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I follow Lin Manuel Miranda on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I uh, uh, the cast did a live 
like a a live a watch a live watch party like um over twitter uh-huh when it came out on july 3rd oh fun and at one point like lin-manuel miranda was like quoting like what his little kids were saying and they're like look it's our big brother anthony oh like oh that means that he's <laughs> really sweet. young but that's also adorable right that's the cutest thing yes because <laughs> his kids are like five and two or three yeah, like very young a baby uh-huh they also according to him and his wife were counting every time lin-manuel kissed a different actress <gasps> on stage Funny. and then during the say no to this song they just started yelling at the tv <laughs> Like, that's not mom, right? <laughs> no, that's bad. <laughs> that's the cutest thing. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I, I It's so adorable when he tweets about his kids. They're so funny. It's hilarious. Everything. is They're just cute. Yes. Yeah, so this was filmed over a three-day period. Mm-hmm. Um, they filmed the crowd shots on a Sunday matinee and a Tuesday night show. And apparently Monday was the only day of the week that the cast had off mm-hmm. and they spent the entire day and all morning, all Tuesday morning performing it to an empty theater to do like the close up shots, the oh, dollies yeah. and the cranes. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense when I'm like, there are moments in it where I was expecting almost like to hear a crowd reaction. Right. And there's nothing. Right. Like in the first song in Alexander Hamilton with that close-up shot of Alexander Hamilton. Yes. And it's just quiet. Uh-huh. Like, that doesn't seem right. Like, I feel like there'd be a lot of cheering. I had the same reaction because often, Cause like for che- other we shows. We cheered live when I watched it at TPEC. We all, we all went ecstatic. Right. Like, that's the moment. They plan for a couple minutes of a break, like of a yeah. stop for people to freak out and lose their minds. And it was just It silence. was weird. I was waiting for it, too. I, I was like, wait a second. But it makes sense when they're like, they filmed all the close-ups, you know, without... A crowd, which makes sense because you yeah. can't get close-ups from far away. Right. They so would have had to impose, like, they would have been in the on sight the stage, line of yeah. people who watched and Yeah. They mm-hmm. wouldn't have been able to do it. So it does make sense. And especially at Broadway prices, like, that's just yeah. not fair. Right. Right. So, but I mean, go cast for doing it on their one day off Props and then going and doing shows for the rest of it. And it's such a long show, too, and, like, emotionally taxing to mm-hmm. do that so many times. And then without and an audience. And vocally taxing. Yeah. Like, you don't have emotions to draw on from right. the audience. and Yeah. Yeah. Like, Christopher Jackson, he said that, like, his song, um, One Last Time, at yes. the end, oh. the ending just... Oh, makes my heart melt. Oh, it gets it's me so every time. Good. It's so good. He goes so hard for it. But yeah. he was like on Twitter, he's like, yeah, I did that every night. I don't know why they let me, but I went that hard every single show. Oh, man. Like, bro, you are a beast. A legend. So good. Oh, that does. That gets me every time. Mm-hmm. One thing I like in Hamilton is the balance like of the range of emotions. Is there some moments where it's just mm-hmm. devastating and you just have to cry and let yourself feel it and you're like oh my gosh how am I feeling this that hard and we all know that moment we all know the moments that I'm talking about yes. but then there's also those times where at the end of one last time when it's gorgeous and sad oh. and you're saying goodbye to him immediately it's lightened with King George walking back on stage and it's funny I and it's love like a transition it is it is but I also love the there's a brief glance between the two of them oh yes as, when he looks as George Washington is very like regally just keep yes just you know holding everything together yeah slowly walking off as king george is just walking and there's this brief moment where they look at each other and just watch yeah it's so good i love king george i just he's 
I hate to say he's a favorite. We he talk is about one this, of my favorites. But I get so excited every time he comes on. <laughs> but I think it's just because I love Jonathan Groff. I think that's it for me too. Because I enjoyed King George who like toured at TPAC. Yeah. But it's something different with it being Jonathan Groff. It's I don't know. It just makes it more funny. He's or so good. I don't know what it is. He's so crazy. He did say because he said it's still one of his favorite shows ever, even though he only is on stage for like nine minutes and not even all of that is a vocalization Mm -hmm. but he said it taught him how to do so much with so little because he's used to being the lead of his shows Mm -hmm. you know so it was fun to see him step into that role and like he's so good oh man (laughs) he owned it one of my favorite things i saw i also what i love about hamilton is the amount of memes that are coming out now oh gosh it's so great Let's go back to Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) We had to take a break because there was some yard work going on. Yeah. And we didn't want you guys to have to listen to that. So we took a little water break. Here we are. Hydrate. That's it. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So back to what we were talking about. We were talking about Jonathan Groff being King George. Mm -hmm. Theater culture. Oh, it just. Now it's. He's such a. Yes. A soft human being. Um. But I found this meme, and it's because, uh, you know, he's doing, like, You'll Be Back, which is a very interesting song lyrically. Yes. My sister, the first time we listened to it together, she was like, so I don't understand. Is this, like, a possessive ex trying to do, like, a revenge song? I was like, no, but yes. Right. It's King George talking to the colonies. So, no, but yes, it is a possessive ex that's right. how you so he 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 got it right yes absolutely um but I, I found this meme that's turns out i just love jonathan groff singing breakup ballads because <laughs> <laughs> you have you the king george yes you have frozen too he's singing um lost in the woods lost in the woods which is just that 80s cheesy ballad all it's, the angst oh it's amazing yes it's also great little side note this is also why i love frozen too is it shows non-toxic masculinity right you know absolutely one of my favorite lines of frozen 2 is when anna comes back to him at the end and is like apologizing and he's like it's okay my love's not fragile yes oh i love that line but then lost in the woods also shows that like okay guys can have feelings right you know guys can feel conflicted guys can feel lost right they're allowed to have non-masculine feelings right and so I was like, go Frozen 2 for the no toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he's in that. But then he also does, Jonathan Groff also does this podcast called 36 Questions like yes. I was telling you about. And yes. even the song I played for you, Reality, <gasps> is, I don't want to spoil it because you haven't listened to it, but it's basically the moment where he's like basically breaking up with it. It sounded, yeah. He's it's like, we need to face reality. Like. It's definitely a breakup song. Yeah. And so I saw that meme of, I just like, Jonathan Groff singing breakup ballads. I was like, that's very true. Like that, yes, yeah. I do. Be. All of my favorite songs of his are basically breakup ballads. Just good breakup ballads, yeah. Mm-hmm. He does it well. Yes. <laughs> he should just start, like, people should just hire him to do, like, breakup ballads <gasps> for people. Can you imagine? That would be the only way I'd be okay with someone breaking up with me. That would be the way I would want it to be done. Is having Jonathan Groff sing me a breakup ballad. Yeah, I feel like it would be easier to... Accept. Swallow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would take it. I would take it. Yes. <laughs> and then I would give him a few requests and say, oh, can you sing this one next? Yes. <laughs> can you sing this for me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, Jonathan Groff is probably, like you were saying, King George is probably one of my favorite characters. Yeah. He's just so crazy. So crazy. The spit. Oh my gosh. That's just him. And he's not, he said it in it. He said at one point, he's like, it's just when I'm on stage, I spit. He's I don't know why. He's just a very like moist singer. <laughs> 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 yes. Every time. It's just. Yes. And I love that he has no social media. I do too. Because everyone just roasts him about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> if he saw I, all of it. The hashtag Groff sauce. Oh, yeah. That the original cast started on Twitter. Man. There's some it is. good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first weekend of Hamilton coming out, I loved it because there was basically like two main conversations going on with it. Aside from just the general adoration of the musical was the first one was how different it is, what's different historically versus fictionally and creatively. Yeah. You know, what were the differences and how you should just, like, enjoy the musical for being a creative look and not taking at his historical accuracy. And, like, it was a very intellectual conversation. Then the legit, the other half of the conversation, the other half of all the conversations was just talking about Jonathan Groff spit in HD. <laughs> and it was like, so I saw so many th- things that's like, I didn't know how much I needed to see Jonathan Groff spit in HD, but it really changed me. <laughs> I'm different now that I saw I'm different. that. <laughs> the biggest one is in the first You'll Be Back, but he does it every time he's on stage. Every time. You just kind of see it just kind of. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but he does the character so well. He's so crazy. He's so crazy. Uh-oh. My favorite, mo- one of my favorite moments of his is the second time he comes on right after Yorktown, right after the colonies win. And he's talking about, it, he's like, I'm so blue. And then he stops he and the stopped. lights change from red to blue. It's like, yes. It's so good. And I he's love like it. Pouting. Oh, he he's so pouty. expression on his face is perfect. He's so pouty. But I just loved it as a lighting person. I was like, uh, right. This is, this is how you do it correctly. Yes. yes I loved it. Yes. Um, so good. Or when it's like right before the Adams administration and he's sitting on the stool <gasps> and he's just dancing. Uh-huh. Oh, man. <laughs> Basically, anytime after, anytime after I know him, which is like the last like really song of his. Yeah. Anytime he's on stage after that is just amazing. It's just so, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. You can even see him in Hurricane. Uh-huh. We're jumping really far into the musical. I want to go back and kind of talk like oh yeah, talk through what's long. great in e- each moment. But in Hurricane, oh it's just easy. Um, in Hurricane, it's really cool. There's a moment where if you pause, you can see all these different things. And Lin Manuel Miranda on Twitter was like, "If you pause at this moment, everything you see on stage is what's going through his mind." Yeah, because this the Hurricane song is really just an inner monologue moment of what's going on in his head trying to figure out what to do right because you know he was just confronted about like his basically rivals Mm -hmm. he told them about his affair and yeah and paying him paying the guy off and how they're like kind of promise like madison and jefferson promised to not say anything but burr's like basically insinuated like i'm gonna use it right you know and all this kind of stuff so hurricane's really just his mental inner monologue of what to do yeah and he, and he said it, there's a if you pause you can see um you see uh king george up in like the top left you see george washington you see burr you see mm-hmm. mariah you see uh mr reynolds you, you see everything you yeah. see everyone and everything and you see all these different things that are going on 
I think there's someone dressed as like a red coat soldier. Yes. Um, it, it was just, yeah, it's such a, it's a really cool moment. Uh-huh. And the way they utilized like the rotation of the, of the floor and mm-hmm. like picking everything up and really making it look like a hurricane. Yeah. Cause that's what his mind was like. It's just, everything's just flying around. Yeah. And, you know, his mind was spinning. I got to figure this out. Yeah. It, yeah. It's cool. Like, cause you can identify, you see Angelica and you see Eliza, you see Jefferson and Madison and you see Burr and you see all these things that are conflicting in his brain. It's, it's a cool moment. Yeah. It's like a culmination of everything that mm-hmm. happened. And it's all muddied. Like, there's no clear... Right. It's a hurricane. Yeah. 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 You know? And it was kind of like that moment where you pause, and he's talking about, like, in the eye of a hurricane, it's quiet. And that's kind of like when everything kind of, like, pauses for a second. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... It's it's so good. It's so good. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you see King George in that. And then also, like, after that, with the Reynolds pamphlet, his dance. That's uh, one of my best... That's one of my favorite moments. <laughs> <laughs> he also like if you notice he slowly gets less and less regal looking he does as it goes he on he slowly strips off as a costumer like he's slowly yes. stripping off that like yes yeah he's losing it he he's is becoming mad king george mm-hmm. <laughs> to the point where when he's doing the dance in the reynolds pamphlet he doesn't even have his crown anymore uh-uh yeah yeah he's down to just the basics and then the next time you see jonathan groff he's looking like an ensemble member uh-huh at the yeah. very end right he looks like a swing yeah <laughs> which is okay right um oh it's yeah. he's so good yeah one of my favorites yes always i just it's everything about it is so good yeah I just lyrically, you know, it's all so well written. Um, it, there's so many hidden things mm-hmm. going on. There's nothing that's unintentional. Yes, I agree. Everything that yeah. happens, every thing that he wrote is intentional and has some basis for everything he like wrote, every blocking, every choreography. Uh-huh. Like, there is nothing unintentional. Right. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, no, it really is amazing. I love what he said, too. I wrote this down because I wanted to remember. But when he was talking about even like the casting of it and how, Mm -hmm. um, you know, all of the leads are people of color and it's such a diverse, beautiful show. What he said was that it's a story about America then told by America now. Our story should look the way our country looks. And I think that's so cool, like such a respectful way to retell the story. Because obviously, Mm -hmm. if you look at a picture of the Founding Fathers and all of the people who are in that world, all of the white people are the ones who are, you know, in the cabinet. And it's cool Mm -hmm. that he was like, if America now is watching it, it should, everybody should be represented. Right. Which is such a cool, unique thing. I, I think it's so cool and super respectful. Which is why I just laugh at how much, like, some people are giving him so much flack about it. Yeah. You know? And I, I was surprised a little bit by that. I'm not surprised, just because yeah. of how easily offended everyone is today. Yeah. Um, you know. Right. Hashtag triggered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's annoying. Um, one of my favorite things I learned with intentionality is, I don't know, you've probably seen it, the whole, um, the one character, uh, her name is, her actual name is Ariana De yes. Debose. Uh huh. Dubois. De, yes. Thank you. The bullet. The bullet. Yes. yes. I wanted to talk about that. Yes. She's <gasps> so like it's also AKA death. Yeah. The you know? omen of death. Uh huh. Um. She is. I'm just gonna 
straight up just quickly read all of it, like read this. I'm not yeah. going to, I'm just going to kind of paraphrase it all, but she, uh, Ariana DeVoe plays um, the character, the bullet. She is the first to die after the opening song. Mm-hmm. So not including telling about Alexander's mom and cousin who die, who both die, but right. the first like actual character during the story She's the first death. She's killed for espion- suspected espionage f- by Redcoats mm-hmm. at the very end of You'll Be Back. Yeah. And I think that's such an important moment because you see King George is like watching it and is smirking. And behind him is Hamilton yeah. watching it shocked. Right. And that's kind of like the moment where you you realize he's like, okay, we got to do something. Right. So she's the first to die. Um, after she dies, she becomes the omen of death mm-hmm. known as the bullet. Um, and my, one of my favorite moments is at the beginning of stay alive when the red coat shoots the gun and she's holding the bullet. Yes. Oh, the best part. What got me is how she just kind of just passes over Hamilton's head uh-huh. and then he looks up. Yes. And it's like oh the timing. Gosh. It's, it's so chills. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, but she does that in Yorktown. She helps Lawrence kill the red coats. Yep. Um, Shakes his hand, and Lawrence is the next one to die. Right. Um, and I know him. She's the one who tells the message to King George about John Adams being president. And it says it's symbolically heralding the impending doom of Hamilton's political career. Mm. Um, and blow us all away. She's the one to tell Philip Hamilton about where to find George Eager. Yes. To which he dies. Right. Um, and, you know, f- and, and it says in parentheses, and she flirts with him. Meaning Philip is literally flirting with death. Wow. You know? Right. Um, in Your Obedient Servant, she brings the desk on stage and hands Burr the quill to write the first of the letters leading up to the duel. Oh, right. I didn't notice um, that one. And then in the final duel, she is again the bullet. Yeah. Which is like that whole monologue. Yes. Just gives me chills as he's going on and on and on. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, it just, like, when I first saw it live, I literally, I think it was the only time that I sat still. Wow. When I watched it. Yeah. I was on the edge of my seat. My mouth was open when I watched him do his monologue in The World is Wide Enough. Because I caught on. It took until the end of the show, but it, I caught on that she was holding the bullet oh, right. the whole time yeah. as it was getting closer and closer and closer during his, like, little Ugh. monologue. And it just, like... Oh, I like I can't even put it into words. It just uh, it gives me chills every time I watch it. Yeah. And the way again, a way they incorporate the rotating floor. Mm-hmm. It just it's so good. But yeah, when I saw when I was reading about all of that, I was like, oh my gosh, she's like probably the most important character. And yeah. when I and after I read that, I started noticing all those moments where she's, you know, and what they didn't say, what they also didn't show is she also played Sally Hemings jefferson's oh that's so right she was also sally which that's i also right. feels like you know kind of plays into that death yeah you know because that's just a horrible right that's just a horrible story uh, like right you don't even have to say anything about it. it's just like yeah she also you know death also plays sally i'm like okay like that explains itself right like that i feel like yeah no i agree it's um but I definitely think she's like one of probably the most important characters. Mm-hmm. But I think that just shows the intentionality. Yeah. You know. And like the subtlety. Of how deep it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. 
It's um, another thing with the intentionality, it took me a couple of times of watching it to notice this, but in the first song, Alexander Hamilton, um, at the at the end when everyone's, you know, kind of like giving their statements of their relationship with Hamilton, yeah, everyone's statement has a double meaning. Yes. Um, uh-huh. You know, Lafayette and Mulligan also are Jefferson and Madison, and theirs is we fought with him. Yes. They fought with him in the battlefield and also fought against him in cabinet in the cabinet right they fought with him lawrence died for him but so did philip right his father's honor yeah and then um fighting for hamilton mm -hmm. washington's is i trusted him which that one took me even longer to realize you know he trusted him in the battlefield to be his right hand man yeah but if you notice in the reynolds pamphlet song when they're talking about it it shows a shot of washington reading it and there's this look of disbelief and despair and almost like i can't believe this i trusted you right and i caught that moment i was like oh my gosh that's why he has a double meaning of i trusted him wow i did trust him yeah and then i past tense trusted him right because he ruins you know i thought you were a good man and look at what you did yeah just kind of threw everything that they'd both worked for right away yeah right so his his blew my mind when i realized that yeah um you know angelica eliza and then Peggy slash Mariah both said, I love him. All said, I love him. Yeah. Obviously, Angelica Lez, it's pretty obvious. But then he had um, Jasmine Cephas Jones up there because as Mariah, she did love him. Right. You know, and probably as Peggy, she loved him like a brother. Right. Absolutely. You know, the Mm -hmm. little sister. Because in Helpless, he's like, you know, Peggy confides in me. Exactly. Angelica tried to take a bite of me. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then Burr is just like, and I'm the one who shot him. Yeah. Uh, his obviously doesn't have a double meaning. Right, that's pretty. But like the rest of them, it, that's, it's so crazy to think about. All those little hidden nuances in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you think about it, it's like no wonder that it was such a long time coming from when he started writing it to when it got so it, on. Seven years. Seven years. It took him one year alone to write my shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Isn't that insane? And he started workshopping it in 2010 and 2009, mm-hmm. right? He had the first song at the White House. That was when he did Alexander Hamilton. Oh, really? I think it was that long ago. I'd have to know. fact check, but just the fact that it, it was such a long time coming, mm-hmm. it's no wonder once you've seen it and look at all the nuance yeah. that it took that long. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite lines in the Skylar Sister song is the confrontation between Burr and Angelica. Yes. Oh, it's so brilliant. Burr, you disgust me. Ah, so you <sighs> disgust me. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And then and then her look of disgust. Uh-huh. Her, like She's over Angelica it. Angelica is my hero. Uh-huh. I love her so much. Yes. And Renee is so amazing at it. She she is the powerhouse that just carries it all. Uh-huh. Um, she... Her and Burr are the storytellers. Yes. Oh, I agree. Anytime Burr's not, like, narrating through song, she's the one narrating. Yeah. She's the one who starts narrating with Stay Alive. Uh Uh-huh. Or not Stay Alive, Right Hand Man. Oh, yeah. At the beginning. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, It's Quiet Uptown is another big one. That's basically her song. That's a huge one. Singing it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Right Hand Man... I just, I love at the beginning the lights 
and the way they make it look like of the blue reflection of water uh-huh it's just so good oh i the i love the production so much yeah. it's just it's the best i've ever seen uh-huh it's it so really good. yeah yeah so thoughtful uh, yes like, it's, it's so like we've talked about there's not a mistake no yeah everything has its purpose mm-hmm. everything yeah. even like what really blows my mind is how perfect they got obviously because they're professionals but just like the the gobos and when everything is shown on stage mm-hmm. it all looks like it's connected like one light yes like how they make the bullseye right that's that's a circle of viper fixtures which is a type of light and it but but it looks so smooth yeah and together as if it was just one giant light shining up like a, a bullseye light but it's like a circle of them yeah it's it's insane it's oh. so it, it it's just so good <laughs> <laughs> it's like i just can't talk about it it's it's i'm so speechless um there's so many alliteration uh-huh. in right hand man in all the songs all of them but yeah, especially in right hand man mm-hmm you know, model of a modern major general, the venerated Virginian veteran whose men are all lining up to put me on a That's pedestal, it. writing letters to relatives, embellishing my elegance and eloquence, but the elephant in the room. The truth is in your face when you hear the British cannons go yeah. through. Like, there's so many literary things. Uh-huh. Like, I don't even know the titles of all of them, but I know that they're there. Right, right. Alliteration's, like, the only one that can that I keep coming to mind. <laughs> no, yeah. But, um, or even, like, you know, how can I how can I keep leading when the people I'm leading keep retreating? Uh-huh. We put a stop to the bleeding as the British take Brooklyn. Like there's so many just in right hand man. Mm-hmm. Um it, yeah, it's it's great. If you don't like the musical, at least respect it for the writing. Right. Like even if you're not a huge musical fan, there's something yeah. to appreciate. Right. You know, even if you don't love sitting down watching it from start to finish. There right. Are or even if it's like and I've seen also a lot of things where it's like Lin-Manuel Miranda like isn't a good like people are like hating on him like as an actor and a creative and stuff right I'm like okay you're allowed to have your opinion but also like the one thing you can't argue is his writing Mm -hmm. like you can argue that you don't like his voice that you think there are better actors who could have played the role I'm like sure yeah yeah honestly probably yeah you know right but the perk of him writing it is he can write himself as the lead. <laughs> right. But, uh, <laughs> like, you can't, no matter who you are, no matter what you say, you can't say that his writing is bad. Exactly. Because it's genius. Yes. You know, all the little nuances. Oh, yeah. Um, Satisfied. Or let's go to Helpless. It's just, it's just adorable. It's so sweet. I love <laughs> it. It's like the best love song ever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you can see her being super vulnerable and, like, it catches that love at first sight moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For her. Right. Because then you go to Satisfied and you know that it wasn't for him. It wasn't for him. Yes. Also, I like to point out um, how they're going before that. And it's, and Burr's, like, talking to Hamilton, like, you know, um, if you can get a Skylar sister, you're set for life. And he's like, it's not a, and Alexander's like, it's not a question of if, it's which one. Yes. And it's like, okay. At that point, you know, he just wants a Skylar sister. Yeah. And he meets Angelica first and he's like trying to woo her. Uh He's satisfied. Yeah. And then and then he meets Eliza. And I think that's what makes it even cuter is you kind of see, okay, he does fall in love with her. Yes. But it wasn't for him. It wasn't love at first sight. Right. It wasn't his like he had intention beyond that. 
him it was him mm-hmm. trying to you know not throwing away a shot you know yes. it was still part of his creating a legacy right you know mm-hmm. hit, for him it was a game plan yeah but he ends up falling in love yeah she's the true hero eliza she really she she's is the, let's be honest. The musical Hamilton's not about Alexander. It's about Eliza Hamilton. It's about Eliza. It's definitely. so good. He yeah. has his legacy that he's worked so hard for because Eliza wrote his narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's and about because, her. <laughs> and because of how often she stood by him. Yeah. Yeah. She put up with so much stuff, man. Oh, gosh. She's the true hero. She is. So good. <laughs> uh, but satisfied is... I love it because, mm-hmm. like, a first off, it's a rap. Yes. B, it's Renee rapping. It's Renee. Oh, it's so good. Um, something I noticed that they did more often than not is anytime there was a long rap, the person rapping just stood still. Yes. And I was like, yes, right. That's so helpful because it's so fast. It's so much. All of it. It's so fast. I think the only one who really moved around was David Diggs. I was just about to say, but I don't, he's just like a his own that's his own thing right he just kind of but even him it's like it's not like full-on dancing uh-uh. it's, it's just like movement he just can't sit still right <laughs> that's his he it's just can't sit frantic still. energy where yeah he just like at one point move. he's sitting on the desk and just bouncing yes like he just can't sit still yes absolutely yes he is the kid hyped up on monster <laughs> that's perfect yes <laughs> um but the production in Satisfied, uh-huh. the, at the beginning, to make it rewind and the way the lights moved in and everyone's yes. danced backwards and the way that the, the ground turned, it was so... They utilized the rotating floor so much and so well. I just, I love it. It was so brilliant. Yes. For how much you think of, like, how the scenes change and all the different places that you could be, mm-hmm. like, the way that they have set pieces as through lines, like the rotating mm-hmm. table, how the writing table changes with yes. purpose. Like, it's a table at one point and then the... Um, cast like hold it for him, you know, mm-hmm. and I think the rotating or table even, goes or even with switching it. chairs when multiple people have to write at the right. desk, like they switch chairs to symbolize who's writing. Yeah. Um, I love when they utilize the rotating table for like at the beginning, like when they're like taking walks and stuff. Yeah. Because then that just saves space and movement, mm-hmm. you know, for blocking. Yeah. When you just have to walk in one place. Right. Instead of having to worry about always facing like the crowd. Pacing back. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I have notes like for almost every song. <laughs> just going just going through. Um, Wait For It's another one that's just beautifully written. Yes. Lyrically. His voice in that too. Leslie oh. Adam Jr. just carries it so well. So but lyrically good. it's. My favorite. It sets up his character so well, and you it kind does. of it kind of you feel his perspective and how he just so desperately wants to make a difference mm-hmm. and make a change, mm-hmm. and it just captures that in one moment. And how he's so different from Hamilton's approach. Yeah, you know, the whole I'm not sitting and letting life pass by. I'm lying in wait. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, my favorites of the lines is the whole. Life doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints. It takes and it takes and it takes, and we keep living anyway. We rise and we fall and we break. We fall and we make our mistakes. And if there's a reason I'm still alive when so many have died, I'm willing to wait for it. Like, yeah. it's just so powerful. Yeah. Such powerful words. Yeah. I love it so much. Um, 
Yeah, another thing with the rotating floors, and that would be enough when Alexander walks up with Angelica and is mm-hmm. talking, and then the, the floor moves as Angelica's, like, moving away, and the way that Eliza doesn't move her position, yeah. but the floor moves her to take Angelica's space. Yes. Oh, oh. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so well done. <laughs> Again, just the intentionality of it. It's yeah. so good. Um, and then Guns and Chips is just insane. America's favorite fighting Frenchman. Like yes, ah, literally record breaking. Yes. Like the fastest, the quickest, like the most number of words said per second in a Broadway show. I think it's like six words per second. It's a lot. Yeah, and I can do it. It's so insane. And then he's like jumping up on tables. and Again, he can't sit still. Right. So many great memes have also came out of Guns and Ships. And I showed you a couple of them. Yes. They're so good. (laughs) They're so good. Oh, they're endless. They're so good. Endless Hamilton memes. That's that's the best part of that came out of this. Yeah. It's just all the memes. All of the memes. Um, History has its eyes on you. (gasps) Yes. Oh, my gosh. So good. Chris Jackson. I don't even. I know. Anything Chris Jackson. Mm. He's another one. I haven't heard any breakup ballads from him, but if they hired, I I would be okay having him do a breakup ballad. I I would agree. His would be really soulful. It would be really soulful. It would have a different, it would land differently than Jonathan Groff's would. (laughs) Just start singing one last time. Like you're on a date (laughs) and he just comes up and just starts singing one last time. You're like, like, this is it, isn't it? This hurts, but I love it. But it's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, oh. It works so well. Yeah. Uh, Yorktown. Yorktown Man. is an experience also. It gives me chills. When There's not, like I, I keep saying that things give me chills. There's really not a lot of moments in this musical that truly give me chills. Yeah. Or in capture my attention every single time I've seen it. Again, I've watched this musical probably 15 or 16 times already guys like and it hasn't even been out for two weeks yet <laughs> like i've watched that's true it'll be out it hasn't even it's only been out for like a week and a half <laughs> and i've true. already watched it like 13 like i, I don't know m- almost 20 times at this point it's insane but like yorktown is one of those songs that will no matter what i'm doing if i get chills and it forces me to stop and watch it because there's so much just like uh like it's just the, the production, the lighting schemes, the, the, the music, the strings underneath. Yes. The way that um, the ensemble, you know, is playing the blue coats and the red coats and, 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 and the rifles. And it's just, there's so many emotions going on, mm-hmm. especially during the big instrumental fight moment. And, um, you know, and then at the end, you know, it's, they get the victory. Yeah. And then it's just the really quiet the world turns upside down yes. as they're setting up for everyone to stand up on the things and then it just gets right. and then the music just gets so much bigger and they're all just shouting like we you know, won we won yeah. victory for america victory for france you know gotta start a new nation like it's just and yeah. you can see the emotion on everyone's faces too yes like oh it's just so good i also learned they filmed this like basically right at the end of the original cast run Oh, yeah, they so were going to come to an end. It makes me wonder, like, that emotion on their face, because I'm like, there's no way that they had, like, it looked like half of them had actual tears in their eyes. Right. And I noticed like, that, too. I'm like, there's no way that they brought that amount of emotions out for a year straight, Every six days a show. week. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then I learned that like this was like filmed at the end of their run I'm like oh that's why there's so much emotion yeah but it works so well it was perfect and then yeah and they're all just standing at the end it's you know it's we won and then they have that big harmonious you know the world turns upside down and they're holding down and it's just all the harmonies all the lights it's just this big boom a huge culmination oh man it just i love it so much (laughs) it's such a it's such an amazing moment to watch it's so invoking yes um oh invoking is a good word thank you yeah word of the day i have a couple more coming up for moments oh in this okay um dear theodosia is adorable yes so sweet yes apparently it's the only song out of all of them that lin-manuel miranda's kids like because they think that his wife wrote it that's right because they used it as a lullaby or something yeah and (laughs) his kids are like his worst critics Uh uh-huh they like nothing he writes but they think their mom wrote that one so they like it they like it they keep him humble yes (laughs) as true toddlers yes um and then nonstop is just one of my favorites it's a good one one of my favorites when he gets up to writing the federalist papers Hamilton wrote the other 51 every time that moment yes. comes around I, lose I like it. I like at the beginning he's so sassy Hamilton's yeah. just so sassy with right. everything <laughs> one more thing yes it's yeah. just all of it and then he just stands on the table yeah and he's just like I'm short so I have to be on the table to make me feel b- like as he's going off big. on all of it yeah yeah and Burr's facial expressions while he's on the table he's just like look at this guy right it was an office moment yes it was he broke the fourth wall for a he second did. it's like can you guys believe this yes yes for sure um and then the ends you know where he's like we're i love how smug he is uh-huh. when washington's like uh you know and he's like you know do you want me to be the treasury run the treasury of the state department and yeah. washington's like uh the treasury yeah and he's just he's so like, smug oh, he's like treasury. let's go yeah let's go he's so excited <laughs> um but that ending where everyone is hitting him all at once like yeah it's it's a it, that's another big moment you know you mm-hmm. have eliza you have angelica you have washington you have burr you have the ensemble you have him singing not like it they're all happening at once yeah and then it ends with i love that they that's when they pull out the the one um stairs yes stairway uh-huh. and readjust it yeah it's um a great it's a it's a great uh um segue uh-huh words are hard <laughs> when i'm excited my brain's going like so fast it's right like, what word to use <laughs> um it's a great like segue movement yes to, to to bring it up and then the whole just at the very end he's you know you you learn how hamilton's us like his view on everything is i'm not throwing away my shot for this like like i'm building my legacy yeah he's like this is it yeah yeah like nothing no matter what you know and how he pulls away from both how Eliza Angelica grabs his wrist mm-hmm. and Eliza's holding his hand and he pulls away from Angelica yeah. and then pulls away from his wife. And yes. It's like, oh, oh, so much foreshadowing. Yes. Oh, so good. Oh. Intention, guys. Yes. Um, intermission. <laughs> intermission. Quick so, break. Yeah. <laughs> get a water break for myself. <laughs> That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you have any movie facts or questions you want to add, send us an email at moviesandmochas20 at gmail.com. Or if you have any movie suggestions you want to add to our list, let us know what you want us to talk about. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just look for the Movies and Mochas podcast. Have a great day, guys.